Are the Toronto Raptors in shambles? Can the Mavericks take advantage of them in the offseason? What are the Bulls going to do? Their cap sheet is wild. Can the Mavericks help them with it? We'll talk about all that and more today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything Below. Let us know who would you want the Mavericks to trade for from the Raptors or the Bulls now that they've been eliminated. If you want to support the show, really cool thing that I've been really enjoying subtext. You can text us, you get text alerts from us. We'll talk all about Mavs rumors over the offseason. We'll send out anytime we see or hear rumors. And uh, you can subscribe to our subtext, t- text 214 643 86 Three seven, or click the link in the description on YouTube or the podcast. And uh, it's a great way to support the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. And joining me, as always, my co host, regular uh, writer and contributor at Mavs.com, the vulture vlogger, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Big day in NBA playoffs. Mm. Giannis goes down. Tyler Hero goes down. John Morant, John Morant goes, goes down. Goes down. Netflix servers go down. <laughs> we, Devin Booker goes down in a I, loss. <laughs> and he gets right back up and complains. The Love is Blind reunion still hasn't aired by the time we're recording this, and I'm in shambles. <laughs> like, are you guys, what are we were doing? you guys into that? Oh, 100%. Was I going to watch <laughs> that over the NBA playoffs? Yes, I was. We we were wow. ready for it, and uh, my wife is thoroughly upset. So we're waiting on pins and needles for it. I do want to give a shout out to Dank MFFL, works at Nike. Oh yeah, and uh, connected with her at Nike as I was uh, shopping for some you know some new stuff. Just making a little stroll through uh, Grapevine Mills, and uh, always got to check in. First time for everything. Signed a Nike badge. Wow. So, Dank, don't go selling it on eBay. You're not gonna get. <laughs> you're not gonna get anything for it. But I really appreciate you listening uh, to the pod and all that stuff. You've made it. You've made it. <laughs> Shout out to you. And uh, I gotta get you some stickers so we can give out stickers when you see. I know. I need to give you a sticker, Dank. Maybe I can stop by. Uh, I can stop by the store again and get yeah. a new pair. So when you see Raccoon Squad members IRL, you can give them to them. Exactly. Today's episode, we're looking at some of the teams that have been eliminated from the playoffs or the postseason already. The Raptors, the Bulls, look at the Pelicans and the Thunder a little bit, but focus on those first two teams and see, can the Mavericks take advantage of them in the offseason? Because if you're out of the playoffs early or out of the postseason early, like the Dallas Mavericks find themselves. Wasn't even in playoffs. Like themselves now. Yeah, I keep saying playoffs. It was it was not for them. Yeah, both both SGA and Luka didn't make the playoffs. That's so don't right. make the playoffs that's, case that's right. that's for right. SGA making first team All-NBA. <laughs> Uh, we did our we did our uh, all NBA teams on Friday, so if you want to go check that out, add episode out, you can go listen to that and uh, see who we had first team. Did we have Luca? Were we homers? Were we complete homers on it? What a tease! But um, but yeah, let's let's take a look at some of these teams because you look at the Toronto Raptors and the Raptors lose. They're not they're not in the playoffs after 
I picked them the beginning of the season to be fourth. I was a little higher on them than a lot of people at the beginning of the season, but I picked them fourth uh, going into the season, and they completely just weren't the team that we thought that they were going to be. You had them sixth in the East before the season. Mm. And, uh, and, and yeah, like they just, they weren't the team we thought they were going to be. Then, you know, at the end of the season, their, you know, their coach, Nick nurse is asked about, you know, are you going to be back next year? What are you, what are you thinking? He's like, well, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't really know. And he like kind of put it out there as if he wasn't going to be. Uh, and then TSN reported that the front office was not happy with the press conference from Nick Nurse, and they let Nick Nurse hear about it. So it seems like Nick Nurse Ooh. could be out of there uh, and could be the next coach of the Houston Rockets. He's got ties there and all that kind of stuff. Jackson Gatlin has been talking about that for what, seemingly weeks over on, over on Locked on Rockets. But if Nick Nurse is gone and the Raptors seemingly are going to make significant changes, what do you think the first changes are going to be, and can the Mavericks take advantage of it? I, I mean, I think if you had to power rank blow it up teams, they're number one. I mean, they could legit be missing their coach or have a new head coach. And then literally every player on the roster outside of Scotty, Scotty Barnes has been like rumored to, you know, over the past, what, four months that, yeah. you know, could be on the block. I mean, not only is C. Ockham and OG, you know, we'll talk about them, but Fred Van Vliet and Gary Trent have player options. So, like, they're probably going to opt out of those. Um, now does a team go ever go like full blow it up head coach top four players gone and all that it's probably not going to be that but like you know I could see two of those four gone maybe three of those four I wouldn't expect all four of them to be gone wait are you gonna say something no heck the Mavs just need one of them just just give one just, yeah they just need one player because not very likely you get two different players from the Raptors so they just need one uh, yeah, it, and you know they they traded for Pirtle. Pirtle's a, a free agent too. So yeah. I mean, literally across the board, we could see some huge changes in Toronto. And as soon as that report you know came out, or you know even going back to the trade deadline, them shopping Siakam OG. As soon as they got put out in the play in, immediately you know the Avs are going to be you know active this off season. I mean, I'm not even I'm not even going to be picky. I'll take any of those four guys on the Mavs. But <laughs> if if he had the rank, you know, one of the two. I think I'm going after OG pretty hard with with everything I have. You know, getting that, getting the tenth pick on lottery night, um, that would be huge for their case in the sense of like, hey, tenth pick, future first round pick, Josh Green, salaries, I mean, yeah, salaries at that point. But even that, like. I mean, they said. I mean, wasn't didn't a report come out saying they turned down three first round picks for OG at the trade deadline? Yeah, I mean, they turned down multiple firsts for him. And there's teams out there like the like the Thunder that we're gonna talk about later that have like 16 firsts over the next couple of years here uh, that have tons of stuff that they could send. So for the Mavericks, like yeah, keeping that pick this year and not just having like two quote unquote future firsts would be massive. So the first thing that you have to really go to is the you know the lottery and see what happens there and see if you, if you get in the top four, because if you get in the top four, then all of a sudden that's a way better case that you can make uh, to, to give up. And yeah. OG, yeah, is my number one guy too. The, the, the understated guy though, that I think we, we need to talk about is Fred Van Vliet. Cause he has a player option. Like you said, 22.8 million this season, he's probably going to turn that down. And he is the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, safety net if Kyrie leaves because if Kyrie leaves and they clear up a bunch of space right now the Mavericks 
do have cap. They would have cap space because Kyrie is not re-signed yet. We expect them to re-sign Kyrie, but if he's not, then Fred Van Vliet is the best option for them to sign. It's it's James Harden, Kyrie, Fred Van Vliet. Like those are the guys that are going to be out there this summer that are going to be free agents probably. And Fred Van Vliet's the, the best guy there. You know, he's 28, so he's not that old. You could sign him to a deal, and he would replace a good deal of what you know. Brunson gave you what Kyrie gave you and you wouldn't have to give up anything to get him except for, you know, Kyrie leaving. Yeah. I mean, the, the irony of all of this is the, you know, Jalen Brunson money and Hey, <laughs> we're not going to give you Fred Van Vliet money. And then this whole full circle to Fred Van Vliet coming to Dallas to give him more money than what he is currently than like what, than the Fred Van Vliet just, money that the Mavericks were rumored to only want yeah, to get Jalen Brunson at the time. It would just like break your brain, but he, yes, he would fit great in Dallas. Yes. He would play alongside Luca very well. He has playoff championship experience, yeah. can play defense, all of that stuff. He would check all the boxes, but yes, he is a backup to Kyrie. I will say this though. I would watch Pascal Siakam and I would watch him in, in this case that, I, I think his value could be a little bit lower than OG's because next year he's it, it's an expiring contract. So if Toronto's looking at I mean, they have OG under contract. He's just a year younger than Pascal, but it's like OG's under contract for a little while. If they like the pairing yeah, it's of one OG. More, it's one more year. He has a player option after next season. So Okay, but I'm just saying like yeah, you're right. if, if Siakam's you know, entering into a contract year, could that be a scenario that Dallas has to hop on and say, is this our, is this our way that we could land a third guy alongside Kyrie and Luca? And he would fit alongside those two, I think really, really well um, to, you know, unload everything you have the, <laughs> you know, 10th pick future first, Josh Green, Hardy salaries to get Siakam in there, Siakam, Luca. And I would, I would, you go after all the guys in Toronto if they're open for business. Seriously, Coming up, should the Mavericks do that? Should they go all in on a Siakam and OG this offseason, give all their assets in, in one fell swoop for one guy? Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about prize picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. You can go check it out right now and see what's available. If you love the NBA like I do and you love – uh, seeing how players will do, betting against certain players. You love rooting for certain players, but you don't want to commit to like a full fantasy league all season. You're not Josh Lloyd. You don't want to like commit to that because I definitely don't want to. I can't keep up with it all the time. Well, just do it night tonight when you feel like you can. Go check out, see what's available on Prize Picks uh, right now. Let's do uh, Sixers versus Nets on Monday. Joel Embiid, 32 and a half points, more or less. I think he's coming back with a vengeance. I'll go more on that. Mikhail Bridges, 26 and a half. Oh, that's so easy. More, more, more on that one. Our old friend Spencer Dinwiddie, 16 and a half points. More. Ooh, more on that one. Isaac is <laughs> Isaac is Kylo running this prize picks right now. Uh, you put down 20 bucks on that, you can win uh, 45. You put down 100 bucks, you can win 225. There's all more. kinds of different multipliers <laughs> and things. You don't have to just do points either. You can do rebounds, assists, all that kind of stuff. And they have 100 percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars with the promo code locked on again that's prizepicks.com all right isaac harris thanks everybody for hanging out with us if you listen five days a week you're part of the raccoon squad and we're inviting the raccoon squad to our subtext to text us you can text with us uh, i had somebody texting with us today that was like um uh, man 
I freaking love this. Love being able to talk Mavs with you guys. My wife can only handle so much. My four-year-old can hang a little bit. And so if you want to talk Mavs with somebody and want to talk Mavs with us, uh, subscribe to our subtext link in the description below. And, and, and it supports the show for sure. All right. We've been talking about the Toronto Raptors and teams that are already out of the postseason now that could blow it up. And we've been talking about the Raptors because it seems like they're in shambles. Their coach is going to be gone. There's rumors that they've been shopping OG and all this stuff. And they may just want to go in a different direction. They have Scotty Barnes, who's super young. And they may want to just retool around him and and get, you know, Gary Trent maybe and, and some of these other guys instead of just, like, retooling around this, this core that just doesn't seem to work right now. What do you think about the idea that we mentioned before uh, earlier that they should just go for all in for one guy? give all the assets you have. Like, let's take, take all the, mo- all the money we have. What's the parks and rec thing with, uh, John Ralphio and, and Tom Haverford. Like you, you, mm. you, you, you had me at all the month, all every last dime we have. Like, you, they wanted to throw a party for the end of the world. Like every dollar they have, they'd put into this party for the end of the world. You had me at every last dollar we have. Should they do that? Should they go in? Is that a good, is that a sound, wise move for the Mavericks? Or should they try to do some of these other moves where they get a couple different pieces with, with their stuff instead of just one thing? Listen, we're, we're not a destination city. We know this. We're not a destination franchise. So it's not all the time that you get to sit back and just pick and choose who you want. We they're know not, this. They're not picking and choosing than, right now. <laughs> I know. You, you, we know this more than, more than anybody. So you know what you do whenever you're not a destination franchise? you trade for Kyrie Irving. Like, I mean, you make a move like that that's risky, but it has a high reward if it if it happens and it works out. Um, So when you go, you start looking across the league and it's like, all right, you, you look for, if they want to go out and land, I mean, you're in prove it mode now more than any, any time you've ever been with Luka Doncic. So there is no holding back or man, we got to you know hold back for just give us two more years. Then we'll have some more stuff freed up. If you have a chance to go get, if Kyrie's coming back and you have a chance to go get Pascal Siakam to pair up with Kyrie and Luca, you can't pass that up. And that's why a guy like Siakam, I could see them trying to go after because his value might not be at the highest because he is going to be, you know, has one year left on his deal. And then when you look at it and you're like, I mean, let's do the the negative side of this. I, there's one side that you could look at and say Dallas's trade package. You're like, all right, tenth overall pick, future first. You know, Jaden Hardy, Josh Green. I don't, you know, is that getting you like a big star? I don't know how you feel about all this stuff. Okay, let's do the other side of it. There's there could be a team that says, yeah, I don't think that Kyrie thing is going to work out. I don't know. Luca might not be there. Yeah. Down the road, it bets on the max uh, picks. Oh, you're better. trading for Siakam with one year left on, on his deal. Like, there's a world that that future first round pick could be gold. That you know they might view Jaden Hardy as like a, you know, a, a next good young player in the league. Like, I'm just it, saying that there's turns, a world. It turns into those Lakers picks that everybody's talked about all season. We're like, oh my end, the Lakers are bad, and they're offering these future first. LeBron could be aging out. Like these could be really good picks. Like everybody was talking about those picks all season with like the miles Turner buddy healed trade and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and the Mavs picks could turn into that. So, so that's why if, if you could get Siakam, I would do it because he is, he's also a guy I think would fit well alongside those two guys. 
I'm out <laughs> on this. On this, All right. I'm out on this strategy. I think that obviously, if you can get a Siakam, like yeah, you do it. But they need multiple pieces. You, you need a couple things. You, need, you have more holes than one. Like you can score. So Siakam would bring you scoring. He would bring you some defensive versatility and all kinds of stuff. But Siakam brings scoring. You need multiple things. You need, I'm watching, I've watched pretty much parts or most of every playoff game so far. They need athletes. They need rim protectors. They need rebounders. They need defenders on the wing. They need like so many different things. You can bring Dwight Powell back. (laughs) <laughs> they they probably will do that and maybe on a minimum according to Tim McMahon but like you just need so many different things and and Siakam doesn't fill those exactly OG I'd be more into he I was gonna say my only pushback is you just said you go all in for OG and that would take all your assets too he would he would I I, I, I but would I get what I get the difference of the two is OG is more of a lockdown defender and all that and costs significantly less like what 20. Almost, yeah, nineteen million dollars less <laughs> overall. So it would it would just cost less to try and figure out how to work. I mean, you're that. you're gonna be over the tax either way at that point. You are, but it did that that just affects your flexibility with other things that you can do overall, um, or how much tax Cuban wants to pay. Like let's let's be real about that. Does he want to pay so much tax for a team? Who knows? Seven hundred fifty thousand. He he's trying to figure out his burner account so he can talk about crypto and AI. Isaac, that's the things that he's he's worried about right now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that tweet from Mark Cuban, but it, it was there. But either way, so, with the Toronto situation, they, that that should be the one that should be. I mean, this is an old school reference here, but like speed dial. If you still have speed dial on your phone, like Toronto should favorites. be on speed. Put it on the favorites. There you go. It's on the favorites on your iPhone. That like you are you are calling them. You're calling Masai like every other day. Hey man, just checking in again. I know, I know. I called you a few days ago, but. <laughs> You know who all you're going to be shopping because we'll take anybody you have. And it's not that way for every team out there. I know some of you are like, oh, yeah, I know it's pretty down bad for Dallas right now. Now, it, it uh, Kind of, yes. But there's not every team in the league that I'd be saying, yeah, I would take all of your parts. And I was like, no, I wouldn't take that. <laughs> Let's move on to the other team that got eliminated re- recently from the postseason. The Chicago Bulls had a great first game. Good for them. And then they, <laughs> then they lost in their second one. And now they're out. And you you look at this team and they are kind of like, they have such weird stuff on their books and just a weird roster. Um, They have $122 million in salaries. The the salary cap next year is going to be 134 million. So think about that salary cap at 134. Their salaries at 122. This is before they have re-signed Nikola Vucevic. So that 122 number doesn't include Vuce, doesn't include Kobe White, who's a restricted free agent, doesn't include Io DeSumo, who's a restricted free agent, doesn't include Patrick Beverly, who's an unrestricted free agent. Doesn't include Javante Green, who's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, and all those guys were in their rotation in the play-in. And so you're looking at this team going, okay, they, they've got some weird stuff going on. They have $20 million, $20.5 million in Lonzo Ball money, who's kind of you know dead money on their cap right now. Hope he gets back and plays his NBA career. But all the injuries and setbacks don't look very good for it. You have DeMar DeRozan, who's 28 million dollars on an expiring deal next season. So that's kind of a weird situation, weird thing. Kind of a Siakam deal. Kind of like that. And then you have like Drummond and Derek Jones Jr. who have player options who could just decide to leave and then they, you know, they can't really replace them. So just weird stuff going on in their sheet. I, I saved those for last. Are you, are you happy that I saved those? I just remember all the like 
Christian, the Christian Wood discourse this year, that was a whole different level of it. But before that was the Andre Drummond. And Drummond wasn't even on our team. And that was yeah. a whole debate. He he is the self-proclaimed best rebounder in NBA history. So Towns is the best big man shooter. But what do you think about this bull situation? What's the first thing you're looking at? Coming up next, wow. I'm going to tell you one player that they should call on draft night and say, we'll give you the 10th overall pick straight up for this guy. Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar. Tastes like a candy bar. They're delicious. I had a mint brownie puff bar today as a snack. Oh, I'm jealous. Needed something. I was about to go to the grocery store. And you know when you're about to go to the grocery store, and you're like, I can't go hungry. If I go hungry, yeah. I'm coming. I, I'm spending 200 and something dollars. And half of it will just be random stuff that like... Why did I get this? I'll just regret it later. Built Bars, you won't regret, and it'll help you not make those decisions later in life. Go check them out. See what's available for you. That brownie batter puff bar that I tell you all about, 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 6 grams of sugar, and a bar that I guarantee is delicious. It's great. It has, it's high in protein, and that collagen protein that's better for you, all that kind of stuff. Go check it out, Built.com. You can get them at Walmart, Sam's Club, and uh, also at built.com. Try that code lock15. See if it still works. I think it did for me the other day. Go check it out. Built.com. All right, Isaac Harris. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps, being part of the Raccoon Squad. If you listen five days a week, we thank you for gathering, as the Raccoon Squad does. We've been talking about teams that have been eliminated from the postseason already. The Raptors and Shambles talked about them. Now the Chicago Bulls. Isaac Harris, who's the one player you're calling on draft night, or at least calling AK uh, from the Bulls and asking for Patrick Williams. Wow. I'm calling on draft night saying someone texted me this the other day and said, Hey, would you do 10th overall pick straight up for Pat Williams? Because did you watch that game the other day? It was so yes. weird. They benched him and it's like, what are we doing? He, like, this, this team has been so weird, but he has had an up and down season. Like he's had he games, like, he's had games like that playing game where he just looks amazing. You're like, Oh my God, he's, he's the next Kawhi. And then he has games where you're like, where is he? Like I, the Mavericks games. I feel like he didn't really. So, do so he shot 41, 42% from three this year. In theory, he should be a, you know, a, a big, big body perimeter guy. Um, you know, he's, st- he's just two years into the league He's still 20, he's 21. Yeah, he's 21 years old. Remember, he was a top 10 draft pick. Um, now you're saying, well, okay, why would Chicago get rid of him? I don't know. I don't know why Chicago's done anything they've done recently, but, <laughs> and they could do anything this offseason. Like, what if they look at it and say, all right, like, if there is some disconnect with, like, you know, he's had some health stuff too, but, like, okay, I mean, they, they benched him there in that game. It's like, why, why are they benching him on defense? Do they want to start over with that pick? Do they want to take another, like, you know, perimeter defender, whatever it is? That's just who I'm calling. You'd obviously have to add salary to it. So it'd be like Maxi in the 10th pick for Pat Williams. Um, can I do a different I, one? I mean, you can. I just really would like Pat Williams on this team. 10th pick. Would you do it for potential first team all defense, Alex Caruso? No, I would not. Alex Caruso, 28 years old, $9.4 million. And his non guaranteed the year after. They the Bulls here, here's my pitch. Ready? The Bulls were a top five defense, top seven defense this year. I don't year. understand that. Yeah, it makes no sense because their wings are Levine and DeRozan, known defensive Hor- stalwarts. Defense sarcasm. Well, they Levine has been better this season, but still, like yeah, okay. Vucevic, who's like so not Christian a, Wood, who's like not a stopper. Lonzo Ball didn't play. 
They got Patrick Williams. Yeah, that's good. Caruso, Kobe White play. No, not really. Drummond, not re- not real. Like you're starting to go Pat down. Beverly the Beverly came in, baby. Io DeSumo, great for great for that. Oh, Patrick Beverly, Io. great for that. Javante Green, good wing for that. But like it really is that starting lineup with Levine, DeRozan, Vooch, Caruso, and uh, you know, like Pat Williams is like all Alex Caruso. It seems like that he can just being an on ball like menace, and that's something the Mavericks have needed for years like have years needed somebody like that and he would yeah. be like an elite defensive player that they could add that would change the backcourt like putting Kyrie and Luca out there but putting Alex Caruso between them I feel like would, yeah. would help a lot not sure I'm giving oh, no. up, not sure I'm giving up the 10th pick for him but I would think about it yeah I mean I, I think if I did the 10th pick it would have to be like Caruso and something else just because of Crusoe's age, he is getting close to 30. And just to give the 10th overall pick for that. Um, Would you do it for a former Mavs great and G League MVP, Carleek Jones? <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, he would fit perfect in Dallas. He's, yeah, he's been a great piece to have next to Luca if they could ever, you know, I think Corralabal was a huge fan of Crusoe when he was here and stuff. But um, I mean, we got to have the Zach Levine conversation the, again, the con- <laughs> four years again, later <laughs> shout out um let shout me just out roll the, out shout Zach- out to the social media clip that will never die because four years ago before zach levine made his like all-star leap like he wasn't there we were talking about should zach levine be a target for the mavericks and we're like i don't know you gotta be you gotta be choosy about who you pick and i think we would like at the end we decided like yeah i think we would go for zach levine but i posted a clip of us talking about the negatives of zach levine and then everyone posted us as zach levine haters for like years so yeah it's awesome <laughs> um zach levine 37 million dollars this year but next year he turns into a 40 million dollar player at 20 40 million dollars next year uh 2024 43 million dollars 2025 46 million dollars and in 2026 he has a player option for 49 million dollars um Man, I have no clue how to value his contract on the trade market. Like, what what can they get for like he's not getting you like three first round picks, right? If they, they trade him, like so it's like two, but it's like these type of dudes that Dallas would have to show interest in because it it's almost like guess wait for this. We're probably gonna do a pod about it in oh, the future. Yeah. About, um, I don't know how else to say it. Big bad contracts in the league that <laughs> Dallas could go after. Um, you know, it's like the Zach Levine's, Brad Beals of the world that you know wouldn't cost. They couldn't be out really outbid, but you you almost have to be kind of crazy a little bit to go after it. But it could like work out and like help you make a, you know a playoff run at the same time. So Zach Levine would be in that camp for me. If Kyrie wants to leave, would you do a sign and trade with Zach Levine? For Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie ain't going to want to go to Chicago. We don't know this. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. Th- just like a couple years ago, we were talking about Kawhi and what Kawhi wants to do. I'm not going to admit in any stretch of the imagination that I know what Kyrie wants to do. Does Kyrie want to leave Dallas for Chicago to play with who? It, it may not matter to him. Pat, Pat Williams? It may not matter um, to him who he plays with. Because he's played with all the good players. Maybe he wants to try and have his own team again. Or... Like, just um, live in Chicago because he likes Chicago. I don't know. I think it would be more of like, hey, if Kyrie left and then you have all this cap space, it's like, all right. You know, you just do like a... They're not salary kind of dumping a, Zach Levine. 
no, but like you don't. It's not like you have my, you know, a ton else like to to do. I mean, the picks, the young guys, some salary fillers at that point. I don't, I don't know what his contract, you know, is what the market is for that, right? Like, you could tell me that it's viewed like Brad Beal, or you could tell me it's, I don't know, like a Carl Anthony Towns. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of weird because he has the injury history, and but all of a sudden he's going to be a forty million dollar player. Like that's. Wow, and you got the full Zach Levine experience into playing. Yeah. He had one game that he was super impressive, and you're like, all right, cool. The next game, you're like, what the crap is he doing? Like, what is this? Um, so, anyway. Yeah, I'm kind of looking at Derek Jones Jr., Javante Green as flyers. They're both could be free agents there. They may not have the money to, to pay them, and so those are guys that I'm looking at if you just want to take like a, a flyer on a cheaper wing in free agency because Mavericks just need some wings. So yeah, one of those two guys, you touch the Vooch thing at all. I don't know how they would, but he's a, he's a unrestricted free agent. You could maybe I mean, he gets, sign and trade. He gets some boards, but I don't know. He's weird because he's supposed to be this floor spacer. He shot 35% from three this year, which I guess is fine, but took four attempts. Yeah. I don't know what his next contract is because he's not Brooke Lopez. And yeah. so it's like, he's, but I think he could fit in Dallas in, in a way. It's not the exact type of guy that I would want in Dallas. I'd want a more defi- Hold on. You know, defensive. Hold on. Does he guy. fit in? Does he fit in Dallas? No, I think he would because he he would you know get bored. I he mean, he doesn't fit their defense at all. Like in any stretch of the imagination. Like it. But you, he can you, rebound and to, he can shoot. For you to say like, well, you know, he wouldn't be my pick. Like I don't think that he would. Get, then does he fit? Like is is that a good fit then? If you're like. He wouldn't be my pick for like the ideal center, but if like all yeah. of them's off the board and you're you're looking at it saying, man, we don't even have a trade lined up. There's not a you know there's not a perfect you know fit center out there. He's better than all the centers they had this year. So true. You know if you're telling me it's a Dwight Powell money and it's ten twelve million dollars, I just don't know what he's gonna get right. Yeah. So like for the right price, I would be interested. Real quick for the other play-in teams that yeah. that missed. I don't think OKC's, I mean, there's not a ton of pieces. I mean, they're just building, and they're not trying to shop their pieces. They could have, like, $20 million in cap space. They're so much fun to watch. SGA so good, Giddy. Uh, For the Pelicans, they're going to pay, like, $100 million to Zion CG, (laughs) CG, uh, CJ and Brandon Ingram. Yes. So could they look to try to dump, like, Larry Nance or Valanchunas, possibly, just to shed some money? Kind of like what they did with Devontae Graham. They swapped him out for, you know, a... Josh Richardson expiring contract, save some money, you know, this coming off season. So I'd, I mean, yeah, like they're 20 million over the, over the cap already. And Jackson Hayes is a restricted free agent. They have Josh Richardson who they're going to let go. Probably Zion's new deal kicks in. Like you said, and then Jonas, I think you were about to mention Jonas Valanciunas, $15 million expiring next season. So maybe yeah. they try to shed some of that and figure out how to do it. And, yeah, because I don't big, know if, a, if, body a, if gets a, boards. a small market team that lost in the play-in wants to pay that much in luxury tax, like in tax money. Like, ugh, it's tough. I would take, I would take Valanciunas for the right price for sure. Yeah, him, he's making fifteen million. That, that's different than like yeah. a booch to me. Man, we haven't had somebody like Valanciunas in Dallas in like how long? <laughs> like a big-bodied center. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I just pull down boards. I mean, I can't say Tyson, I guess. Andrew Bogut. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, Bogut I mean, was so washed. That's kind of. Dampier. I mean, you're talking about a big body, just himself. 
Oh my gosh. Dewan Blair. Yeah. So there you go. Let us know in the comment section, who do you want the Mavericks to trade for from Chicago or from Toronto? Let us know. And then go check out Locked on NBA. I'm going to be on Locked on NBA with Howard Beck this Monday. So Let's make sure go. you check into that episode. And then he'll be across the network and beyond. He'll be on Locked on Mavs on Thursday. So come check us out then. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.